Mickey, you here? Mickey, you on? Can't hear you, Mickey. Can't hear you. Mickey's, All right, it says you're Mickey's live. Mickey's here. There you go. There you go. We hear you now. Uh, we're live. Uh, all right. Welcome to Sports Bets Fun, the show where we talk sports, make a few bets, and have a ton of fun while doing it. I'm Mickey San Reno. As always, I'm joined by my co-host, the coach, Reggie. Reg, how are you? Mickey, I'm doing great. Uh, it's been a wonderful week. Played a little pickup hockey this morning, so feeling very good, man. Can't start a day out better than that. So how are you, how are you doing? How was your week? Oh, the week's good. How's the crew? How's the pickup hockey crew? Is this the, is this the same crew that I've gotten to know over the years, or are you doing something different? Well, I'm, you know, you ask about that, man. It's a little bit of a sore spot. You know, we had a great crew, then this whole COVID thing hit, and there's a few of us that are back. We're skating at a different rink. The rink we normally play at still not open. Uh, it's a county-run facility, so, uh, you know, garbage government there. They won't open it. But uh, there's a few of us skating at this private rink. But there's a handful of the guys that you met that uh, aren't, are not are not back yet. And it's, it's uh, you know, we had you met them. We had a great crew. We got about half of them back. So uh, hopefully uh, at some point we'll have everyone back together. Is my boy B-Muff making it out, or is he still in his bunker? Is he still in his bunker, fighting COVID, fighting COVID from 30,000 feet below uh, below the uh, surface? B-Muff is still in the bunker, man. That's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, that, it is what it is. All no right, what do you got, though? No what do you got? Yeah, the week's been good, you know, bit busy. You know, some of you guys don't realize, some of you listeners don't realize that both Reg and, and I have day jobs, but uh, busy week in the office. <laughs> But uh, you know what? We're filming here. I got uh, nobody wants got, to hear about your day job, man. Let, let's let's oh, get into the sports. No Thursday night football to make some money on. We we ported Manhattan to start the evening here. We're we've now transitioned to straight bourbon. I think that should tell everyone at home, you know, how the week's been going. But uh, hey, you know what? We got a we got a great show tonight. We're talking football. Damn Reg, right, we got a great show. Let's tell everyone what's on tap for tonight's show. Yeah, today yeah, no, or we, today's show. Hey, who knows? <laughs> we got big COVID news uh, impacting some marquee SEC games this week, and uh, some breaking news is actually impacting game next week. We'll we'll jump into that uh, a little later in the show. Uh, there's a one week until the Big Ten is back. We're both Big Ten football fans, loving what Ohio State's got. We'll uh, we'll discuss more on that uh, later in the show, and of course we'll have our picks. Uh, we'll either make or lose your money. I don't know what it's going to be this week. Uh, I think Mickey, Mickey will make you some money. Hopefully, I can turn some things around after last week's disaster. I was going to say, based on last week, one of us will be making you money, one of us will be losing you money. So, worst case scenario, you listen to the pod, you're, you're breaking even. <laughs> there you go. Well, let's jump into it. So, first, obviously, the big news that hit this week is the, the LSU-Florida game uh, is postponed because of the Rona. <laughs> the Rona. The Rona got him after Dan Mullen said he wanted 90,000 people in the stands packing the swamp. You know, I, I tell you, Florida, after that that upset loss, I had them. That was my that was my uh, go big or go home pick of the week last week. So, you know, what? as far as I'm concerned, Florida, they shat the bed last week versus Texas A&M, blew an 11-point lead, screwed me out of 200 bucks. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, you know what? They got what was coming to them. Uh, so they're going to postpone that game. It's probably a good thing for LSU. LSU's lost a couple games already this year. They got a week. They can uh, – an extra week to, to prep and prepare. I think they got South Carolina next week. So they can uh, – should be able to hopefully right the ship before they uh, hit the hit the meet of their schedule there. So 
Mickey, any thoughts on? Yeah, on no, I agree. I, uh, you know, last week I switched over to the Red River Reverie as, as our loyal listeners. That's know. a shitty game too. Oh, oh man. I don't even want to go into it. Both, uh, Texas covering and the under were looking good until it went to overtime and, uh, you know, shit hit the fan. But, uh, I switched over to that. When I switched over, Florida was up by two scores on A&M. And, you know, let's be honest, that noon window was not favorable to the pod last week. We don't need to talk about anymore. New week, let's move on. But, yeah, talking about LSU Florida, you know, breaking news. You know, we got the SEC just announced in the last few minutes, just announced that the Breaking news. Do, 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 Yeah, we, we, you, do, know what, you know what, Mickey? We, we need one of those things where it's like, whoosh, breaking we need, we news. A, oh, we need yeah, let, me try, let me try it. Let me try it for you. Yeah, go ahead. Breaking news. Breaking news. Just into the sports. <laughs> 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 oh, we told you it was going to be a shit show. <laughs> just into just the sports bets fun news desk. We got breaking news. Florida-Missouri game, originally scheduled for October 24th, moved to Halloween, October 31st. Florida's going to lose its bye week in preparation for its upcoming world's largest outdoor cocktail party game on November 7th for Georgia. But breaking news, you've heard it here first on the pod, assuming you listen to us before you listen to anything else. (laughs) The Florida-Missouri game pushed back from 1024 to 1031. But yeah, it's uh, COVID. COVID, let's be honest, this year we knew COVID was going to wreak havoc on things. We knew there was going to be a bunch of games rescheduled. Uh, you know, in the grand scheme of things, and I, I can't even say this with a straight face, maybe the Big Ten looks smart. <laughs> for, for, No, (laughs) Big Ten's still the worst of them all. They they, they cancel and then they're coming back so late in October where, you know, their their COVID friends look (laughs) some. Anyways, Rush, back to you. All right. (laughs) Give me a minute here. All right, we got Bam and Georgia. You're talking about about the large cocktail party. Georgia, (laughs) Georgia, the other team that... uh, participates in that <laughs> they, they, they rich they have a they have a tough one this week with alabama and 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 if you're following this game closely which i assume many of you are it's been a week nick saban diagnosed with covid19 i believe on wednesday i don't even know what date is diagnosed with covid19 on wednesday apparently come thursday he tests negative and, and let's be honest nick saban you know he doesn't have time for covid i'm sure covid shows up and nick saban says no no i got a game to prepare for get out of here Long story short, Thursday night, Nick Saban tests negative for COVID nineteen. Let me ask you something, Mickey. Alabama thing, uh, Mick, Mickey. Mickey, let me let me let me stop you right there. And I, I, I want I want I want to ask you. We'd love to have our listeners weigh in on this on Twitter uh, at Mickey Sanrino. <laughs> I do a blank. No, 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 man. At Sports Bet Fun, man. We have a we have a, yeah. a Twitter for the show. Yeah, yeah, at Sports Bet's fun. So, do you we'll think? Put up a li- hey, you know what? We'll put up a live poll. We'll put up a live poll. <laughs> yeah, I love it. We'll do that. We'll do that here in a minute. So, remember, remember the one guy back in the day, the Wizenator, faking faking the marijuana test. I oh, forget Minnesota his name. Vikings. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah I mean, with the Played yeah. at Oregon. 
Well, do you remember that running back's name? I no, yeah. but I, it's Minnesota, it was Minnesota Vikings, and and I I remember he played that. for yeah. Oregon in college. But anyways, you had the Wizenator, right? So Saban tests positive on Tuesday or Wednesday, and then less about forty eight hours later, he tests negative. Do you think Bama is rigging this? Is there some sort of COVID Wizenator? <laughs> <laughs> that Saban's got, you know, swapping someone else's slime out of his mouth or something so they can get him on the sidelines because they're playing they're playing Georgia. You know, Georgia's a, what, top five team? This is the game right here. They lose it. They're out of the playoff hunt. So Ontario Smith is the running back. Uh, ah, uh, we remember Ontario Smith. You know, those of you that listen to the pod, you go back years with, with college football. Ontario Smith is definitely one of those random names. But, Reg, to your point, I, would I know, not, I'm, I know I would, I'm getting conspiracy theory on you, but there's a lot of money involved in this. Well, for those of you that, that don't understand the logistics that go into the pod, uh, Reg and I, we, we have a Google Hangout going where we can actually see each other. So you probably think we're in the same place based on our amazing chemistry, but we're actually in two different locations. Reg is actually wearing his tinfoil hat at the moment <laughs> as we talk about next year. Reg, and I, here's the thing. I don't put it past you. I think Nick Saban's like COVID schmovid. Someone else take this piss test. You've tested negative, whatever, however you tested COVID. Someone else got the, got the, the, the 20 foot long Q-tip stuffed up their nose. Now Nick Saban's going to be on the sideline coaching. Might be in a hazmat suit. He might not be. Long story short, if he's on the sideline, you saw this line move. And we'll talk about this game later. We have, we have action on this game. It was six and a half. Alabama giving six and a half to Georgia. It moved to three and a half last night. And now with the latest news of of Saban um, potentially being on the sideline, it's moving back. Uh, it was four and a half when, when the action we placed earlier was taken care of. And I would not be surprised if in the 24 hours between the taping of this show and kickoff, if it moved back to a, a six, seven uh, point line. But, uh, yeah, it sounds like Saban's going to be on the sideline. He tests negative tonight. He tests negative tomorrow. Wouldn't, wouldn't put it past him being on the sideline. Wouldn't put it past this being uh, a little bit of a, uh, a fake uh, Wiznator thing. And he probably called Ontario Smith and said, hey, you got a history of doing this and maybe being successful at it. Come down to Alabama. Be a be – a, uh, what, what do they call those? All those former head coaches, Butch Jones, Steve Sarkeesian, uh, analyst, come down and be an analyst at Alabama and take my COVID test for me. And, yeah, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. I think, well, I think he's going to be on the sideline. I think, I think tomorrow night they're going to kick off, and it's not all the news of the week will be an afterthought. I think Saban will be on the sidelines. Sarkeesian will be calling plays. Saban will be yelling at all his defensive players for sucking, and and we'll be back. We'll be back to the Alabama football that we're accustomed to. Yeah, well, and like like uh, like you said earlier, Mickey, we got our picks on that coming up. But uh, let's shift gears. Let's let's get out of the SEC and let's talk. Uh, let's talk some Midwest Big Ten football. It's gonna be back next week. We still got one more week to go, but the clock is ticking. We uh, we can start looking forward to some games. Why don't you why don't you give, give a quick run through on the schedule? What what are you seeing as some key games? To keep an eye on this season. Yeah, yeah, we got the Big Ten kicking off next week. Uh, you know, obviously, I just you know, said that, Mickey. What games you got? Look, Mickey. Mickey's a couple of hands deep, Reg. Like things aren't going to go as smooth as you think they're going to be. Anyways, All right. <laughs> Big Ten kick it off next Friday night. I believe Illinois um, is kicking off with Lovey Smith and his amazing beard as head coach. But we're going to talk about a handful of games that we think are going to make a difference um, in, in the Big Ten season. Who knows what'll happen? But, you know, we'll, we'll sound smart in the moment. So 
first week, a week from tomorrow, Saturday, October 24th, battle for the little brown jug. Michigan pretends it's still a power. Minnesota, are they on the rise with P.J. Fleck? Frankly, this one's intriguing. And whoever wins will set the, set the narrative on the right foot for, for which team may or may not be a contender in the East or West this season based on who wins that game. Quite frankly, I, I, I'm going to leave Michigan over Minnesota just given their histories, but Mickey, at the same Mickey, time, Mickey, do, PJ, do we have a line PJ on that? Flag. Not yet. I haven't, haven't even looked at the line yet. I, I, I know that know. wasn't in our list of games we were picking, but I think we need to, before the end of the show, we need to pull a line up on that because I'm going to go row the boat. We're going to go uh, row the boat with P.J. Fleck. I'm going to take Harbaugh to task. This is Minnesota's coming out party, 2020. Well, and I and I Rashad Bateman, I believe, is the wide receiver's name. He opted out, and now he opted back in. Uh, you know, all actually, all the players in the Big Ten, that I believe, opted out. Well, you we know got, what? You talk about opt-outs. Talk about big opt-outs. Yeah, I think Michigan, just in general, has opted out the last 20 years of college football. The way that program's been. Well, so, I'm not gonna. Not that's gonna a joke, Mickey. That's a joke. Give me a chuckle. Give me something. Uh, where's the uh, Where's the studio audience laughing at this one? Oh yeah, the, yeah, uh, yeah. Sound yeah, effects that we have. We're having our podcast. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Uh, Let me repertoire. try that again. Let me try it again. You know, we're talking about opting out. I got to think Michigan's football programs opted out the last 20 years of college football. <laughs> there, there it is. Go. All right. There All right. it is. Take it away, Mickey. All right. Back, back, to, back to the outline we have here. Anyways, that'll be a big game. You know, the winner of that's going to set the narrative for, you know, they're, they're a contender for whether it's the West, whether it's East. My money is on Minnesota only because I don't believe in Michigan. Although, you know, for friends of the pod, those that know us, there's some ties to the University of Michigan floating around in, in, this, uh, in the circles here. So that'll be a big game. That's week one. Week two, Halloween night, we have probably the biggest game in the Big Ten East. Ohio State goes on the road to State College, battles Penn State. We're not going to have that 100,000 fan whiteout that we've been accustomed to. Reg, I know you've been a part of that game. You've been a part of the, the fans in the stands in that game, and you can attest to the energy that it brings to Penn State team. We're probably talking five to 10 to 15,000 fans based on what Pennsylvania is doing now for COVID. Hey, Mickey, 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 look, 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 let me tell you, I've been to Penn State. I was at the, the double overtime, uh, JT Barrett. Ohio State, uh, Bosa gets the sack, pushing someone back in the Hackenberg. I was at that game. Phenomenal. Um, I've been to Tennessee. I've been to uh, the Shoe, you know, three of the largest stadiums in college football. I tell you what, man, that atmosphere at Penn State, nothing like it. That stadium literally shakes. You know, people say that, but it literally shakes. And uh, I just – I think when you're outmatched talent-wise, you know, Penn State, the gap isn't huge. But it's it's noticeable between it's Ohio there. State and Penn it's, State. It's there. Ohio State's been and, done a better job recruiting. It's there. And if 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 you're gonna pull the upset, you know, you, a lot of times you're at home, you get the crowd behind you. You know, if you get a turnover or make a big play, you know, that can really energize you. So you don't have that factor, and I think that hurts Penn State much more than it's gonna hurt Ohio State. 100% agree. I, I think uh, we talked about this. We think Ohio State. This is their team. Maybe the most talented Buckeye team. In our lifetimes, and we're old. We'll you know what I want to see, bit. Mickey? You know what I want to see being Halloween? I want James Franklin dressing up like one of those Joe Pa masks and the and the glasses and, and strutting around like Joe Pa, dressed as Joe Pa for Halloween on the sidelines. I think that would be great. 
I wish uh, Coach Franklin would do that. I don't know if he will, but I think that would be phenomenal. Don't think and, and, will, and, and on the flip side, on the flip side, Ryan Day wearing uh, maybe old Woody Hayes, uh, you know, short sleeve white white shirt, white Oxford there with a tie and a hat or a sweater vest. I'd go with a sweater vest too. That'd be pretty cool. I think that'd be fun for Halloween. Coaches should get into it a little bit more. You know what? I'm going to sidetrack here. Love to see coach in Halloween costumes. Love to see Mike Leach dressed as a pirate. Love to see James Franklin actually. One, oh, he might that. actually do that too. He might actually. That's a rumor. I'd love to see James Franklin actually dress that coach. If you're a Penn State fan, you might actually see want to see James Franklin be a head coach. Long another story, another day. Um, but that's that's the Halloween night. You know, Halloween road games can can be finicky in these competitions. There's there's definitely stories over the years of big Halloween night upsets. But there's no whiteout. There's no hundred thousand k fans. It could be. It could be different. Next, yeah, I, I got at, a story. I got a. I got a quick story talking Halloween upsets. I was at yeah. Tennessee, South Carolina, back when Spurrier was at South Carolina, and and your boy, your boy uh, Lane Kiffin was the uh, head coach at Tennessee. Well, we're going to be accurate here. My boy is Steve Spurrier, Lane Kiffin, I could care two cents about. <laughs> Steve Spurrier is my guy. But you know, you and Miss, I know for those of you. Avid listeners of the pod, we know those diehard fans with us. Mrs. Seven's a Tennessee grad. She's dragged Mr. Seven, Reggie Seven, to Tennessee games. This this sets the table for my my co-host Reggie Seven here at the uh, Tennessee South yeah. Carolina Halloween night game. Tell the story. Tell the well, story too much. Tell the story. It was a great game, but South Carolina was the favorite team. Halloween. Uh-huh. Kiffin brings the team out. They're wearing their black jerseys. That was a new. Uh, he's game. wearing he's wearing the orange pants, right? This was this was back before no, that, Dooley did his thing. That's their Dooley was orange. Ah, was orange this is this shows my knowledge of, of yeah, Tennessee yeah, football. Just, 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 just step back and uh, when it comes to Tennessee football, just step back and I'll, I'll I'll break it down for the for the listeners here, Mickey. I know you got a lot of things on me that you can uh, that, that that you got on me, but uh, Tennessee football. When, when when you don't know that Derek Dooley's the one that wore the orange pants, then just just I, I, yeah, grab a seat, orange pants. pull up, and take another sip of your Manhattan there. <laughs> uh, well, well we, but yeah, we, 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 we moved on. We moved on to straight Kentucky bourbon whiskey here, Reg. We <laughs> we've crossed that threshold. And uh, but yeah, back to Tennessee. Just great game. Black jerseys. They came out. They played big. They pulled the upset. Halloween night, man. Anything can happen. So if you're Penn State, you got that going for you. I just don't think it's gonna happen. Buck's too good, but uh, we'll save yeah. more on that next week. And uh, why don't we why don't we skip this? We've uh, we're twenty minutes in already. Why don't we? Uh, are we that? Are we gone that far? Well, let, how about we don't skip it? Let's just let's just quickly talk about. Well, we got Wisconsin, Michigan in mid November. We got Penn State, Michigan, Minnesota, Wisconsin in late November. Obviously, we got the game in December. What do you want? Do you want to talk on all those, or do you just want to? No, pick I, I I was just gonna say those games are gonna matter. And boom, they are going to matter. Boom, there's Big Ten talk this week. Love next it. Week, love it. Next week we got more. All right, what are we getting into? Are we doing our picks now, or we got anything well, else? Well, you know, you know, if we want to stay on the Big Ten, we got some general storylines. Ohio State's their league to lose, most talented Ohio State team in our lifetime. You know, the big question that we're going to see: Will they be on each week? 
Um, you know, in previous years, they blew a game at Penn State a couple years ago, and uh, you know, great story for well, the Purdue you know, on the Purdue side. Iowa. I wanna... But that's Urban Meyer. That's not Ryan Day. Yeah, Ryan Day and, and we got we got a quarterback in Justin Fields at Ohio State. That that is, uh, you know, I don't want to throw salt on previous Ohio State quarterbacks, but I think Justin Fields is a different animal than. Well, we look, there. Mickey, Mickey, I'm going to give you the recipe. If, if the Buckeyes do slip up. What's probably going to happen is it's going to be a game where Fields gets injured, you know, maybe in the first half or something. Uh, they don't have a lot of experience behind him uh, that has a lot of game action experience. So that uh, I'm going to be- stop you here. I mean, between uh, the two quarterbacks they just brought in in the recruiting cycle, five-star and a four-star, this is not uh, the quarterbacks that we've seen backing up in the past. Even last year, what we saw with the, with who they had, they they might have they might have a game breaker. They might not, but they you know, could. They I'm do just have saying, to go to a backup. It 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 could uh, it could actually accelerate things as well. Well, they they definitely got some highly high skilled guys in back. They just don't have that game experience. But if you're looking for a formula where the Bucks lose, it, something's got to happen to Fields where he's out of the game. And, uh, you know, the other team's probably just going to have to have their number offensively. Something, something's going to have to – something's going to have to be there. So, Yeah, and I 100% agree. I do think that who we have coming in, backups, they, uh, they, you know, Jack Miller's one of the guys. They got a five-star of California, CJ uh, something or other. This is what CJ Stroud, right? Stroud, yeah, yeah. No, that's why we're here. We're here to pick each other up. And the other one's a little too uh, – Two sausage from having a few too many bourbons. But uh, end of the day. (laughs) What? Whoa. Long story short, Ohio State's a team to beat the Big Ten. If they if they screw up, they're in trouble, but we feel like they're back of quarterbacks and uh, Jack Miller and CJ Stroud. One of those two will step up. The other storylines in the Big Ten that we're following, we got Minnesota. Are they actually taking a step up? And are they going to challenge Wisconsin in the West? Wisconsin, let's be honest. We know we're going to get with Wisconsin. They eat a lot of cheese. They're fat. They drink beer. They're usually going to go 9-3, and 10-2 and two every year. They're going to win the West. Minnesota, they might step up under rowing the boat. Well, you know, with Minnesota, what they go, like 10-2 and two last year? You see this a lot with teams. They sort of overachieve in a season surprise some teams and then what do they do the next season do they come back to reality a little bit are they an eight and four team i mean obviously they're only playing eight games do they go five and three this year yeah that's uh, that's the story they got a they got a quarterback in uh tanner uh something or other he was their guy last year tanner danny tanner i know I, I, not date no not full i thought i had it for a second just dropping that bomb on the pod earmuffs long story short Minnesota, are they actually here to stay, or were they a one-hit wonder? We like PJ Fleck. Those those that follow the pod closely know your two co-hosts. We love PJ Fleck. Uh, we think Minnesota is here to stay, but will they take a step and challenge Wisconsin? The other story in the West is Nebraska. Are they finally going to take that step? Scott Frost, love Scott Frost, great option quarterback from back in the day under Tom Osborne, great coach, led UCF to a national championship. So I've been told. Will Nebraska finally under under uh, Adrian Martinez take a step, and will they challenge the uh, Wisconsin and Minnesota teams potentially for that Big Ten and Iowa for that matter for a Big Ten West title? And then you know, shifted gears to the East, we believe it's Ohio State's league to lose. We think this is the most talented Ohio State team in our lifetimes, which goes back roughly forty years. Don't want to don't want to spill beans on how old we actually are. If you listen to our podcast, clearly you know we're not young, hip, 
kids. But at the same time, you know, we've been around the block a few times. Ohio State, since the early 80s, late 70s, this is probably their most talented team, guaranteed. You know, in the East, Penn State, Michigan, they they consider themselves contenders. But will they actually have the sustained results, and can they take that step this year? Penn State measures themselves against Ohio State. They're not there in recruiting. Michigan, I'll be honest, like, they were a great team for a long time, but they've sucked the last decade, and I, I don't see that changing Long story short, we'll break down the Big Ten more in depth in weeks to come. That's a league that we pay a lot of attention to. Ohio State's a team we pay a lot of attention to. Um, we got some storylines that we're following. But uh, I think if you're actually listening to the pod and you're still listening and you don't have a, a – Are you talking to me, Mickey? You talking to me? I'm talking yeah, to whoever's – <laughs> I'm talking to – I'm, I'm talking here. To I'm here. I'm listening. Look, Reg, I'm talking to whoever's listening at the moment. We have picks. And if you follow us on Twitter and you follow us on other other social media outlets, you know that our picks are our bread and butter and what we do. Uh-oh. Yeah. Oh, that's that's you know what? Uh oh, is Reg you talking about your picks? Which I'm also going to turn the microphone and and the pulpit over to you. We have we have some picks and Reg, this first pick you seem to like it more than me. Let's talk about it. Go ahead. Yeah, we're talking uh, Miami versus Pitt. This the this Lions moved. It opened around uh, Miami giving up ten points. It's now Miami giving up thirteen points. Um, you know, I, I steered clear of the Miami Clemson game last week. I, I was I was tempted to take Miami getting fourteen and a half points or whatever it was. It was probably a good thing to stay away from that. But uh, they got Pitt. There's rumors that the quarterback for Pitt may not play. And I'm like Miami to COVID related or, or, you know, he's got other issues. I don't know. I don't know. Probably other issues. Sorry for, for putting you on the spot, Reg. That's my bad. Well, I don't know why he's not going to play. It doesn't really matter why he's not going to play. If he doesn't play, Um, doesn't play. No, Whether it's COVID or he's got hurt feelings or he's got, got a cold selling down his kidneys. Doesn't play, doesn't play, right? No. But anyway, I'm just I'm liking Miami to bounce back. You know they they got a pretty good quarterback. He can I think he's going to put up some big numbers. Um, and you know sometimes you, you get walloped against a team like a Clemson. You know you, the pressure's off for the rest of the season. You know something like that happens early. They come back. I just I like I like what they got. I think they're gonna they're gonna win this one pretty big. So I'm uh, I know this is going against the, the 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 computers and the consensus. They're they're all picking pit, but uh, I like Miami. I'm putting a hundo on it. Ah, great bet. I, uh, I'll be honest. I, I know one thing, and that's Pitt might be the most unreliable team to bet on in college football. And you bet on them to cover, they they screw you. you bet on them to hit the under, they screw you. you bet on them to hit the over, they screw you. you. Bet on them to you bet on their opponent to cover, they screw you. I am not touching this game, Reg. You love this game. I don't. You love Miami more than me. I'm. We talked about this last week. So you love, love, love is a strong word. Love is a strong word. The U, just for the record here for our listeners, the U is not back. However, I'm going through. I'm looking at the numbers. I'm looking at the facts in front of me. I'm seeing who's playing, who's not playing. You want to make a quick hundred bucks? I think. I think this game. Uh, you know, Miami. You know, giving up not quite two touchdowns over Pitt. I do think they win by 17, maybe 21 points. So you want to make some money. That's what I'm looking to do. I don't love right. Miami, but I love making money, if you know what I'm talking about. Woo! What's the next up? What's next up? 
French love, love the confidence. Next up, we're talking Tennessee. We're talking Kentucky. Reg, last week, you, you like Tennessee. And you know what? I know you placed money on Tennessee to cover the spread, and, and it did not happen. But you were right on a few points. You like the Tennessee offense hitting over 20. You like the over. And you were right on Tennessee. The issue that I have with Tennessee, Kentucky, and as we talk about it, I don't know how much of a bounce back game this is going to be. They're they're back at home. Georgia beat the physical S H I T out of them, and now they got UK coming in. And this is a UK team that is eight and two in the last ten against the spread against Tennessee. The balance that out, Tennessee's eight and one straight up in the last nine. This is a Tennessee team that if you're following trends, you want to bet. On the the third UT, but there, but you look at it, you look at the trends, you look at the money that's on UK. The the people are betting on Kentucky. Not people only people are wrong, cover, the people are stupid. Not only to cover of the six and a half, we're talking that the people are all in on Kentucky. But but here's my take. I you know Mickey, for those of you, we didn't do the show in week one. You're listening to the show. You're not following us on Twitter. You're not following us online. You're not, you're not, you're not understanding where we were two, three, four, five, seventy-two months ago. I was on Kentucky week one. Auburn totally effed me. I do not like Kentucky. Kentucky has burned some bridges. That being said, I don't buy into this Tennessee team. I need. Uh, Begrudgingly, I am betting Kentucky minus six and a half to cover the spread against SC. I think Tennessee will win the game. I just well, think Kentucky, Kentucky's, beat get, up. Kentucky, Kentucky's getting six and a half. Yeah, I just think Tennessee was beat up so much by Georgia last week that we're talking like a, a 30 to 27 game. I'm, mm-hmm. My money's on Kentucky. I don't think they'll win the game, but I think they're going to win win the spread. Right? Yeah, I do I, not I, know I if you it. have an opinion on this, but you let me know if you do. I am I am picking Tennessee to cover. They're going to win by a touchdown or more. I love that offensive line. I think against Georgia, arguably the best defense in the SEC, if not the nation. And and uh, you know they were able to move the ball. The offense put up a couple touchdowns. Um, I just I, I think I think they're going to they're going to bounce back. So I'm big on teams bouncing back after uh, after a loss to a really good football team. I, I think sometimes that uh, that just you lose a game against a team that that is, is highly ranked. Sometimes that can, you know, just kind of, <clears throat> you know, clear the air. You take all the pressure off you to play the rest of your season. You know, you didn't pull the upset. You you, you know, you're kind of lost the division in that, but you don't have to worry about that anymore. You just worry about playing the game that's directly in front of you. So I like that with Tennessee. I'm picking picking Tennessee. Nice. But then Great talk about teams we love or teams you love. Let's talk about. Uh, the team from South Bend, the Golden Domers. Yeah, I, I, you know, no, no, uh, no fake support here. Love what Brian Kelly and the Irish are doing this year. We got, we got, um, well, you know, this is a family podcast, so you know, it wasn't quite the most enjoyable week last week uh, against Florida State. Long story short, Notre Dame left points on the table with some miscues. This week, we got Louisville, uh, you know, big believer in Notre Dame this season. It's a 17-point line. 
I'm going to take Notre Dame to cover that line. I, I thought we were to cover last week. It's a big line. It's a big line. I thought that the, the, the Golden Domers were to cover last week against Florida State, but there were some mental errors in that first half that really allowed Florida State to be in the game. I think with a, a game uh, last week and a full week of practice that Brian Kelly is going to get these guys focused on the game. I you know Louisville's one and three this year. They've struggled. This strikes me as a game where Notre Dame who's who's close. They're they're they've been a team in the playoffs the last couple of years. They're close to being in that final four. I mean, they're a good team. They're talented. Negative seventeen, they're giving seventeen to Louisville. I think they're gonna beat that. I'm taking Notre Dame minus seventeen versus Louisville. I think they're gonna win that game. And and Reg, here's what I think the final score is gonna be. I think it's gonna be fifty to fourteen. So I, I took Notre Dame in that one. I'm taking them to cover that minus 17 versus Louisville. Don't give me the uh-oh. Give me the, give me the fans clapping, the oohs, the ahs. Give me something that suggests uh, I'm, I'm smart here. Now, next week when we film, I may be, I may be in trouble. But this week, I feel good about this pick. And, That's uh, great. Reg, I'm, I'm going to kick it. Oh, yeah, kick it to you. Tell me what you think about this game. I'm staying away from it. I don't care about this game. Let's move on to Bama, Georgia. You know, I don't know if I care about this game, but I'm mean, <laughs> so sure. Well, I will say this though. You know, you 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 were confident in Notre Dame last week. You liked them. They didn't they didn't make you any money. In fact, they lost you money. Same thing uh, can be said for me with Tennessee. I was pretty confident in them. They didn't make many money, but we're both sticking with our our teams. We obviously see something in these people where we think we can make some make some money, treat ourselves to some steak dinners. So we'll see how all this shakes out. I tell you what, though, if Tennessee loses this week, I'll probably have to have to jump off them. Big Ten coming into play will be good timing, so I can shift my focus yeah. over them. Well, know, the podcast all these probably, teams. probably just turn into the Mickey San Reno show, but uh, you know, I know you're a big Tennessee guy. <laughs> we'll let's go. Out. Let's talk Bama we'll Georgia. Out. That's that's the big one. That's what everyone's waiting for. It's at night. I think it's like an eight o'clock kickoff. It's gonna be dark outside. It's gonna be a classic college football, uh, brisk air. Maybe they're at Bama, but maybe there's a funeral at stake. I, I believe the last time they played, uh, if uh, well, sorry, the last Rick. time, the like last time, the, sorry. Well, I'm an old, I'm an old timer. Last time they played in regular season SEC, I do believe that one of the two teams in this game thought the other team was coming to a funeral. So therefore, the home team that may or may not have been based out of Athens, Georgia, decided to wear all black, and it simply blew up in their face. They got buried. I remember that game. I remember that game. Oh, so tell ooh, them you know what? I don't think I don't think you meant for a pun there, but that was a great pun. No, that was a pun, man. Every pun's intended. Uh, uh, this line's moved. This line's moved. Six, six and, and a half. Over the board. Board. All over the board. Now it's at four and a half. We got the whole Nick Saban stuff that we we talked. We talked about Saban earlier. I can't remember. I was uh, laughing. We, too did, about we did. We did. We uh, you know what? Long story short, Saban tested negative today. If he tests, oh yeah, yeah, tomorrow, yeah. He, he tests me out on tinfoil. Yeah. yeah, if he tests yeah, negative yeah, yeah. on, I if he that. tests negative on the COVID, he's going to be on the sideline. Let's be honest. And you know what? Well, I, so, not- so I'll be honest. I'll be honest with you, Mickey. I think, I think the big unknown. If if Saban really did test positive. And then this negative, I mean, I'm sure he'll be taking another test and have to have multiple negatives before he's cleared. But are any players going to be testing positive the next couple of games that would have to sit out? That's really the big unknown, the big question mark. You know, if you have a, a couple starters or something that, that, you're, out, that you're out with, um, that, can, that can 
that can swing and we're not going to know what that looks like. Obviously, you know, we're, we're about 24 hours till kickoff. So um, they haven't heard any news yet on that. Uh, so maybe they're in the clear, but that would be, that would be a, a big time news if something happened right before, but you know, no Nick Saban, they won't announce that shit until five minutes before the game, all the gamesmanship he has going well, on. Yeah. And, and I don't disagree with anything you're saying, but you know, putting I know, on I team, know, I know you agree on, with everything I say, Mickey. Well, putting on that tinfoil hat, long story short, um, long story short, I don't think even if it's fake, whatever you want to call it, I don't think Saban's gonna, gonna, you know, he's going to coach. I don't think he gives a shit about anything. I, frankly, if he had COVID, I expect him to coach as well. It's Nick Saban. But uh, long story. Oh, yeah, that was my hot take of the week. We'll be all over Scott Van Pelt's uh, Midnight Sports Center on ESPN with, that, with those hot takes. Long story short, Saban's going to coach. I, I think Alabama's going to win this game. Their offense is going to be too much for the, the Georgia defense. Look, last week against Auburn, Stetson Bennett played well. I like his story. Walk-on works his ass off to be the starter over four or five other dudes. And he's the man. I, I love those stories. Long story short, it's the Alabama team is too good. Mac Jones is running a great offense. Stetson Bennett is not Jake Fromm. Seems to be a lot of similarities, but it's not the same guy. You know, Alabama is struggling on defense under Pete Golding. They've stunk the last 15 or so games. But at the same time, they're playing lights out on offense with Mac Jones, especially since he took over for Tua Tagliavoa during the middle of the season last year. I'm taking Alabama minus four and a half. I think this is great action. Long story short, Nick Saban back on the sideline. It was a six and a half point spread when Saban was on the sideline earlier in the week. I got it for four and a half, and I'm going to bet today Saban's 99% 99% chance going to be on the sideline. This is my steak dinner boom lock of the week. We're taking Bama minus four and a half, two units on this game. Bama, Nick Saban, steak dinner boom. Treat yourself, treat you and your lady, whoever you're taking out to a nice steak dinner on Alabama this week, minus four and a half. This is Mickey San Reno's lock of the week. Boom. Mickey, I love it because I'm with Bama. And this is, we're talking, treat your, your significant other, take your entire family out for a steak dinner because my go big or go home pick of the week is Alabama. Take, take, roll tide. Go make some money, double or nothing. Don't put 200 on it, put 400 on it. 200 for Mickey, 200 for me. You're making money. Bama's going to roll. They're going to win by a touchdown or two. That's that's Reggie's go big or go home pick of the week. We didn't know we were going to do this. I didn't know that was uh, his steak dinner lock of the week. He didn't know this was my go big, go home pick of the week. We do these separately. These are our own analysis. But the fact that we landed on this, we're going to make you guys a ton of money or lose you a shitload. But hopefully we make no, you a ton no, of we money. Don't, we, don't, we don't talk about the losses. We only talk about the wins. Long story short, if you're listening to the pod in real time, Take out an equity more take out an equity loan on your mortgage, bet it all. If you got Alabama minus four and a half, by the time you listen to the pod, it's gonna move back because Nick Saban's gonna be on the sideline. I think we're stealing candy from babies on this one, given the line we have. And and, and here's the thing Georgia in the SEC championship, Kirby Smart has played has played Saban's Bama teams pretty well, but 
I, it's a home game for Bama. Maybe it's a, a home game for Georgia. To be honest, I probably should have looked at that before I started talking. But we're taking Bama. We're going to win some money. We're going to win you some money. We're going to forget about the little piece I just said. That's our college football for the week. Long story short, we bank a lot of money. Follow our picks. Follow us on Twitter at Coach Reggie Seven, at Coach, or sorry, at Mickey Sanrino, at Sports Bets Fun. Hey, can you get my Twitter handle right? It. Can you get my Twitter handle right? No, that's I, you know, Reg. I think it's become a running joke of this of the show. I fuck up your Twitter handle. Yeah, watch your language. We're we're family centric. Uh, show. We're, uh, sorry, I I. I fuck right. up your Twitter handle. <laughs> there you go. All right. Take us out. Take us out. Well, thanks everyone for listening to the show. This is at Sports Bet Fun brought to you by Podbean. This is at Reggie. They are sponsoring the show. No one, no one's sponsoring. <laughs> no, no one's listening anyways. Oh, it's All right. Follow us on the Twitter at Sports Bet Fun. At Coach Mick Reggie Seven, at Coach Reggie Seven, at Coach Mickey Sanrino. All right, we're out. I'll-